Chapter Eleven of Grace Harlowe's First Year at Overton College by Jessie Graham Flower. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Eleven: Anne wins a victory. The pleasurable excitement of making the team and receiving the invitation to the spread had driven all thought of the conversation overhead by Anne from Grace's mind. Above all things, Grace wished it possible to establish friendly relations with every member of her class now that she and her friends were invited to morton house they would meet a number of new girls the morton house girls had the reputation of being both jolly and hospitable grace had the feeling that so far they had made little or no social headway among their classmates aside from ruth denton and the students at wayne hall they knew practically no other freshmen this spread will help us get in touch with some of the girls we don't know she confided to anne while dressing that night for the party i hope so replied anne we seem to be rather slow about making friends here at overton that is among the freshmen we really know more upper-class girls don't we yes assented grace but after tonight things will be different it was only a few minutes walk to morton house and the four girls enjoyed the brief stroll i wonder if we're too early said grace consulting her watch it lacks three minutes of being half-past seven that's morton house isn't it she pointed at the substantial brick house just ahead of them the little party climbed the stone steps miriam rang the bell almost instantly the door opened and gertrude well smilingly ushered them into the hall so glad you have come she said all the other girls are here we need not have been afraid of being too early then laughed grace hardly smiled gertrude the majority of us live here there are twenty freshmen in this house and we invited ten more from outside thirty girls in all but the living room is large enough to hold us and mrs kane doesn't mind if we make a good deal of noise come upstairs to my room and take off your wraps then we'll join the crowd a little later they followed their hostess downstairs to the big living-room that seemed fairly overflowing with girls the buzz of conversation ceased as they entered gertrude introduced them one after another to the assembled crowd of young women who received them with varying degrees of cordiality anne's observant eyes noted that one group of girls in the corner barely acknowledged the introduction she also noted that the two freshmen whose conversation she had overheard at the reception formed the centre of that group the four girls found seats at one end of the room and the conversation began again louder than ever grace and miriam found themselves surrounded by half a dozen girls who were eager to know where they had learned to play basketball elfreda espied two freshmen who recited history in the same class with her and was soon deep in conversation with them anne being left to her own devices sat quietly watching the throng of animated faces around her with her the study of faces was a favourite pastime and she furtively watched the little knot of girls whose lack of cordiality had been so noticeable to her they were carrying on in a low-toned conversation among themselves and by the frequent glances that were being cast first in the direction of grace then elfreda anne knew that the story of elfreda's report to the registrar was being talked over anne felt her anger rising why should grace be made to suffer for alfreda's mistake and why should alfreda have her freshman year spoiled on account of that mistake of course no one liked a tale-bearer but alfreda would never again tell tales besides why should the freshman undertake to champion the cause of two sophomores unless the latter had entirely misrepresented things anne could never tell what prompted her to rise and stroll over to the group the young women were so busily engaged in their conversation that they did not notice her approach anne heard one of them say in a disgusted tone i can't understand why gertrude invited them she knows we dislike them she seems very friendly with them grumbled another girl 
"'If I had known they were to be here, "'I should have stayed upstairs or gone out rather than meet them. "'They showed extremely bad taste accepting Gertrude's invitation.' "'Perhaps they don't know that we are down on them,' suggested a pale-faced girl rather timidly. "'Of course they know it,' spotted one of the two disgruntled freshmen. "'Nell and I almost cut that Miss Harlow the other morning. "'Don't try to stand up for her, Lillian. "'She and that Miss Briggs are beneath the notice of the really nice girls here. "'Overton doesn't want bullies and towel-bearers. "'They're not in accordance with college spirit.' "'The contempt with which these words were uttered stung Anne to action. "'Stepping forward, she said quietly, although her eyes flashed, "'Pardon me, but I could not help hearing what you said. "'Will you permit me to speak a few words in defence of my friend Grace Harlow?' "'An astonished silence fell over the group of girls. "'Before one of them had time to recover from her surprise at Anne's intrusion, "'she began to speak in low tones that attracted no attention outside themselves, "'but whose earnestness carried conviction to those listening. "'You are evidently not in possession of the true account of what happened to Miss Briggs "'the day she came to Overton. "'You know, perhaps,' that two sophomores took advantage of her verdancy and hazed her. Perhaps they neglected to state, however, that they accepted her invitation to eat ice cream before they returned her hospitality by conducting her to the hall of a public building, where they left her to wait for the registrar. Considering the fact that she was tired from her long ride and had had no supper, I think it was an extremely poor exhibition of the much-vaunted Overton spirit. It was late that night before she reached her boarding-house, she was naturally indignant and next day reported the matter to the registrar this i must admit was unwise on her part she is very sorry now that she did so all this is not news to us snapped marian cummings one of the two freshmen anne had overheard at the reception she stared insolently at anne but what i am about to tell you will perhaps surprise you anne answered evenly miss briggs received a note purporting to come from the whole sophomore class the writer of the note threatened her with vague penalties if she attended the sophomore reception, and practically ordered her to leave college. The girls looked at one another without answering. This silence showed only too plainly that this was indeed news. Miss Briggs showed the letter to Miss Nesbit, her roommate, and to Miss Harlow, and continued composedly. She was heartbroken over it, and would have left Overton if Miss Harlow had not persuaded her to stay. Miss Harlow did a little investigating on her own account. She suspected two sophomores of being responsible for the letter, believing the rest of the class knew nothing about it. She called on the two young women and forced them to admit their knowledge of the note. Both denied writing it. It is evident that they have misrepresented matters among their friends. As far as Grace Harlow is concerned, she is utterly incapable of doing a mean or dishonourable act. We were classmates in high school, and she was beloved by all who knew her. Anne paused and glanced almost appealingly around the circle of tense faces. Then Elizabeth Wade, the other hostile freshman, said slowly, "'Girls, I am inclined to think that we have been imposed upon. Miss Pearson, I will be perfectly frank with you. We knew nothing about the note. Personally, I consider it an outrageous thing to do, and in direct violation of what we are taught regarding college spirit. Briefly, what we did hear was that Miss Briggs had reported two sophomores for playing an innocent trick on her.' and that Miss Harlow had urged her to do so. Also that Miss Harlow had visited the two upperclassmen and, after rating them in a very ill-bred manner, had ordered them to apologise to Miss Briggs. Anne smiled. I can't help smiling, she apologised. If you knew Grace as I knew her, you'd smile too. Marion Cummings' face softened. I do wish to know her now, she smiled, and after what you've told us, I think the rest of us feel the same. I'm glad you made us listen to you, Miss Pearson. "'So am I, and I,' agreed the other girls. Anne's face flushed with joy at her victory. 
i hope our class will be the best class overton has ever turned out she said simply and i hope that any misunderstandings that may arise will be cleared away as easily as this one has been suppose we go over and congratulate miss harlowe on her playing this afternoon proposed a tall freshman and we might incidentally pay our respects to miss briggs we must help her to live up to her good resolutions you know she added slyly anne was in a maze of delight at her success the other guests had been so busily engaged with their own little groups no one of them had overheard anne's defence of her friend grace who was giving an eager account of the famous game that won her team the championship during her sophomore year at high school looked up in surprise at the crowd of merry girls which suddenly surrounded her for an instant she looked amazed then smiled at them in the frank straightforward fashion that always made friends for her gertrude wells who with three other freshmen had been in the kitchen preparing the refreshments appeared in the door just in time to see the girls surround grace she smiled contentedly and nodding to the fluffy-haired little girl standing beside her said gleefully what did i tell you look in there the fluffy-haired little girl obeyed how did you do it was the quick answer they did it themselves i just did the inviting and they did the rest of course there was a certain amount of chance that they wouldn't get together but it was worth taking after meeting her this afternoon i felt sure the girls were wrong but i wished them to find out for themselves how it happened i don't know but we are sure to hear the story after the party is over while gertrude wells was congratulating herself on the success of her experiment grace harlowe was remarking to miriam nesbit that she thought gertrude wells would be an ideal president for their class and that she intended pointing out this fact to the freshmen of wayne hall End of chapter eleven